Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Living on Blockchain. Today we are speaking to Manish from IndieGG DAO. Uh, Manish has uh, been very instrumental in the growth of NDGG and these guys are doing a phenomenal work in shaping uh, the gaming ecosystem, not just in India, but all over the world. This was a very, very interesting conversation, especially for, uh, you know, gaming enthusiasts and people who are perhaps very interested in this area and this space from uh, an industry which was perhaps not taken so seriously over the last decade. Uh, you know, it has really shaped up uh, to be something that that is taken seriously by everyone and uh, from content creators to developers to uh, gamers themselves. This is a very, very interesting conversation. And I really cannot wait for you guys to hear this. I know I say this for every conversation, but uh, I'm just incredibly grateful that these wonderful founders want to speak to me and all of them are building such wonderful things. So I can't wait for you guys to hear this. Let's just deep dive right in. Uh, hi, Manish. Thank you so much for taking out the time to speak to me today. How are you doing? All well. How are you doing? I am doing uh, great. Thank you so much for asking. So, you know, I'm so glad that we could uh, finally make the time and do this. Uh, and, and I would love for you to tell our listeners uh, a little about yourself and your background and how you, uh, you know, got into the gaming industry and became like the founder and custodian of uh, IndieGigi DAO. For me, I come from a middle class family in UP. Okay. And like in my good old days, everybody was told to either become a doctor engineer. I chose to become an engineer because hmm. there was no option which we had. Right. Uh, and then uh, went to traditional engineer MBA path. Uh, I don't have any fancy stories about my childhood, about gaming and how I was a gamer and all that stuff. To me, um, gaming really happened at Serendipity when I joined... Uh, uh, UTV um, as the CEO for the new media in 2009 and uh, there we UTV has, has a subsidiary called India Games uh, Vishal is the co-founder of that and I was on the board representing UTV that's how I for the first time got into gaming right. and saw what a gaming studio looks like uh, what fascinated me right from the beginning was intuitively that you could really design a game design a progression which can really impact the behavior of consumers hmm. and make make them come back to play the game again and again right. and that really kind of excited me a lot about gaming and and till from 2009 to now uh, that single aspect has kept me in gaming because uh, understanding consumers mind and trying to kind of really a design a system which can which can make them have fun make them have fun individually with their friends um, keep coming back to the game is such an humbling experience right and and that's the beauty of gaming that it combines uh, data tech and consumer psychology in such a beautiful mesh um, and keeps you humble with every new game release and so, yes, that's what I've been doing since 2009 till date. Right. It, it, there is never a dull day in a, in a gaming company's life. Mm -hmm. And there is never something which you can say is constant in gaming ecosystem. It's always the only thing which is constant is change. Right. So, you know, you mentioned that you're from UP. Uh, I, I was also born, uh, you know, in Lucknow. So I've spent a considerable number of years there as 
as well. Uh, so that that is something that we have in common. Uh, tell me a little about, uh, you know, what you guys are doing at IndieGD Tao. And, uh, you know, how did you, um, how do you, because, you know, as you said, that this is something, it's a very dynamic space. And, you know, that kind of is your push to get up every day and uh, get to it because uh, no two days are alike in, in gaming and in Web3. Uh, but, uh, you know, just, just to give a little background about uh, what your DAO does and how can our listeners perhaps be a part of it or interact with the DAO? Absolutely. Uh, the main thing in last 13 years, which I have seen is gamers are the reasons for all of us to exist. And gamers put their heart, passion, time, everything into playing games. And uh, because of their... Uh, time, skill, money, uh, this huge amount of value created by gaming studios, by gaming platforms, by advertising technology companies, by app stores. And I always believe that the person who is the, the source of this value creation doesn't really get anything out of it. Uh, unlike any other place, if you are a techie, uh, you will leverage your experience and as your experience keeps improving, your salaries will keep happening. Same thing is true for a chartered accountant, same thing is true for a lawyer, same thing is true for a doctor, but that's not true for a gamer. And that's something which is non-intuitive. And when I read, started reading about blockchain three years back, I said this is one problem statement is that if there was one place which can certify your history is true, and history is immutable and it can be transferred. It can be owned by the user and user can transfer it to whom can use it in any, any, any ecosystem that they want to use. Um, that will create huge opportunities for gamers because I can, my IMA degree is a well-recognized degree and everybody knows it. Or my work experience, everybody knows it. Uh, and hence they value me. But for a gamer, if, if I can create such a system, it will start creating uh, economic value, a fame loop for the gamers. And that's what really excited me that after 13 years, if I can create such a system which can bring gamer into right and center of the, of the economic loop and fame loop, I would have really kind of created some system which I'll be very happy about. And that's where the genesis of the whole gamer gaming DAOs are. Gaming DAOs are basically creating decentralized micro communities around gamers uh, so that the gamers can really run those communities, gamers can really uh, govern those communities, they can really earn from uh, collective efforts of the communities. And at IndieGG, we are building such platform called communities platform where different different communities can come together and we can we can make them accessible based on their own reputation, based on their skills uh, to various people who want to leverage their time and skill. And thus the gamers can make money. Uh, but yeah, as I said, I think this, you know, what you said about the gaming community and the gamers perhaps not getting their due earlier uh, resonates a lot with me. And it's it's wonderful that, you know, Web3 and gaming uh, can come to a point where, you know, they're benefiting, uh, both the ecosystems are getting benefited because of the technology. So you've been in this ecosystem and in this space for like say 15 odd years uh, from my understanding so you know what is the kind of transformation that you've observed uh, especially in the Indian gaming ecosystem and how has that influenced your vision uh, for Indie GT? So if you look at it India is a very young nation when it comes to gaming right. unlike, 
unlike us or unlike china korea japan which uh-huh. have 40 50 60 years of gaming history and gaming uh, is the dominant format of entertainment india truly the gaming era started with the smartphones where the consumers for the first time saw an exciting entertaining format which is free and they started uh, downloading the games hmm. in copious, copious amounts so it is not a surprise that in last uh, seven years and especially post 2017 geo launch all consumer tech businesses have taken off and gaming has also taken off supremely well uh, the testament of that is number of downloads if you were to take as a parameter india is hmm. number 2 in world so indians 500 million plus gamers are playing the games and that was unthinkable if you were to kind of just go 10 years back uh, the that is a big huge change in terms of time spent in terms of volume and plus the moment when the upi rollout happened and the internet infrastructure improved a lot of these gamers started playing competitive video games and that's the start of the tournament and esports loop uh happened in india which has been amazing and in terms of viewership of the top games in india it is absolutely uh, ahead of any other sport except cricket today is that that viewership of of video games will surpass cricket in next 7 8 9 years so that's the uh, number of people who are not just playing games number of people who are competing in video games people who are watching other people playing video games has really gone through the roof and that's a massive change in india which has happened the dollars value will follow this number of consumers which are doing play compete and watch in next 10 years and that's what makes the the combination of gaming and esports and community is very exciting play uh, and that's where indigg comes because we want to be a micro community driven publisher which allows uh gamers to find discover the right games play them compete them earn from those games and then celebrate their own heroes in their own micro communities right awesome so i i do think that you know your the the very ethos of uh, indigg is very very relevant i think and especially because of the numbers in the indian gaming ecosystem which which are uh, absolutely staggering do you see more participation and this is just out of my own curiosity do you see more participation from mostly metros or is this like well spread out throughout the country gaming transcends any geographical boundary or age boundary hmm. right it right. is it, it is the most uh, being penetrated uh, entertainment format um and it has no concentration that it is in top 8 metros or top 12 metros wow oh, okay wonderful uh, and for us uh, sorry just went on for us we we believe this is not a phenomenon which is isolated to india mm-hmm. this phenomenon uh, exists today globally and like at kratos our view is very simple that wherever there are uh nations which have a higher representation of young population and have a very wide diversity of per capita income hmm. those those are the markets where we will continue to uh give micro communities an opportunity to onboard on this platform and the collective power of micro communities is what will generate more income to each community wow 
okay that's that's absolutely wonderful like that there's quite a uh, like you know gaming is not to be taken as a non serious sort of an industry and i think uh, obviously you know it it's here to stay especially with the numbers that it it has um uh, that brings me to my next question can you perhaps explain how does your dao empower gamers and um, you know developers because obviously you know it helps users in discovering uh, but uh, what about like developers and people who are actually building these games so there are two parts of it if you look at the developer community globally like any other model the the large game studios become more larger because of the existing community first party community they have so they can launch a new game they can cross promote the game they have lot more data at their disposal but if you were to look at a mid to small game studio or a new game studio which does not have first party data their bulk of the money really goes in facebook google uh, with entire risk of engagement attention being borne by the game studio and no risk being borne by google or facebook that creates huge amount of mortality for the gaming companies and only few succeed if you were to kind of flip this model and say that hey listen if you are able to get your first 10000 5000 very very committed gamers through community formation right that community is happening because the economic value is being shared by those first adopters or early adopters who are really building a community uh, of core evangelists whose economic benefit is aligned with the economic sustenance of the game studio now that model really allows you to scale without really putting all your money in the hundi of facebook google and whatever money you want to give you can give it in form of in game items um to the gamers uh, reward them for their in game plays and that's how the community really gets something which they like to play they get certain rewards for their time and skill they put in the game and game dollar roi is much better than just getting top of the funnel and that's where the game developers mortality increases because they are able to build the core communities which are truly attached to the game and mm. not just not just coming by by clickbait right right okay that is wonderful so it's basically developing a micro community a ready made micro community is already there for these developers to perhaps tap into yeah, absolutely and uh, not just a micro ready made community but curated ready made mm. right these are this is not just a community that is like there but these are actually uh, folks who who are going to be interested in what they are building and that is so difficult right and there is so much noise with so many new applications etc uh, that keep coming up and uh, it's very difficult to establish yourself find that pmf uh, get your first thousand users and with uh, with your dao that that is like right there uh, within their reach for any developer correct absolutely so from the for the game developer it is and gamer it's a win win relationship right because your effective consumer acquisition cost is much lower he is going to your own gamers and which are incentivized which if they like the game they will spend the money back into the game so that that's the beautiful um, circular loop which can be created when you are directly dealing with people who like your game so how do you go about building this community like uh, how, what what is your secret sauce there our secret sauce is very simple uh, we we are a micro community 
if micro communities are essence hmm. then micro communities are always run by some micro community leaders right and we call them clan chiefs okay and these clan chiefs are telegram group admins or micro streamers or college kids or cafe owners right okay now they already have in real life their own communities today those communities are not getting opportunity to earn income hmm. and these these uh, uh, clan chiefs are and hence they also don't make much money while they are they are passionate gamers coming together to play or to have fun or to watch parties and anything what we are doing is we are saying that uh, these clan chiefs can make a lot of money as a as a percentage of the total earning of their micro communities uh, the larger the micro community the more uh, quests they do the more jobs they do um, the community makes money and hence the clan chief makes money and that's the way we are growing our community we have spent uh, not a single dollar in community building in last 7 months and we have 820000 community gamers community today wow so it's prim- it's like creating a loop where they are self motivated enough to perhaps uh, move forward in the tiers and by participating and actively getting more involved yeah that's the only loop which is possible because if anything is just paid um, hmm. the community so if i i always like to say one thing the large uh, influencers have fans the smaller ones have communities right yeah that's absolutely true i i think the smaller influencers are you know though it's actually the smaller influencers that hold more power as well because the large influencers you know you'll probably just sort of uh, view them from the sidelines and perhaps move on but the smaller influencers if you're following somebody that you know has a real community and you're a part of the community the sense of belonging is so strong that they can actually incentivize you to perhaps take certain actions as well and that's the premise exactly the premise of a micro community leader because yeah. um he or she typically knows all the people they are they have already an existing affinity uh when they do something they do it for each other they don't do it for third party mm. and that that's what make this model far more formidable even all of us who are on multiple social platforms once the a group size increases you that doesn't remain a community then it becomes yeah. a broadcasting forum yeah exactly it's not that uh, you know it's it doesn't uh, remain that engaging and you are also perhaps not paying attention so much right absolutely you end up muting messages exactly yeah so how do you uh, you know you you mentioned that this is all organic growth and uh, there are these uh, clan leads and uh, they are they, they are incentivizing their own set of groups so how does one uh, you know become perhaps Uh, a clan leader and uh, how do you keep them motivated like uh, do you give them face time with the team uh, or how does that work there has to be even if there is no financial incentive perhaps uh, what are the other ways that you're keeping them you know uh, engaged within the ecosystem so one can come and apply as a clan chief on our site indeed.gg and it can be there, there is a process of curation of clan chiefs okay again that process of curation of clan chief is run by community okay right? uh so that's a beauty of our model that we don't have a, a centralized system it's a purely decentralized system somebody from community puts up their hand that we will love to be part of clan chief onboarding process great mm-hmm. come and do that uh now to your point in terms of their journey from mm. the onboarding journey creating education videos connecting them to uh, an old clan chief which can really educate them uh which can tell them what needs to happen 
um, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a process. Okay. The second part of the process is how do you really kind of create your own content to educate your own micro community for doing certain tasks, and that's where our team helps them. That this is how these are the steps, and this is what you can do. Third piece is uh, helping them to explain how what's the financial model, how is the benefit going to happen in a simpler manner, which they can communicate to their teams. And then last but not least, different channels on which they have constant getting content on Telegram and WhatsApp so that they are a getting aware of new tasks coming on the platform. They're aware of what kind of uh, educational material which is being given out. So that's how we are really in touch with our community. Wow, that's brilliant. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention very, very important and classic famous thing is Discord. Right. Gamers are on Discord and Discord is a primary channel where engagement, not just educative and this thing, but there is a lot of game nights, there are raid parties, there are um, ask me anything. So all those things keep happening on a Discord channel. Wow, awesome. So, you know, you have a highly engaged community and it's an organically built community. I think there is a case study somewhere. And, uh, you know, if you put that out, I'll be one of the first people to read it. Uh, so I think how- it's, just a, it's just a trailer for us. Right. Yeah, obviously, this is a start in you. You guys have miles ahead to go, but uh, this is absolutely brilliant and very exciting as well that, you know, in uh, the day and age of Web3, where everything comes down to a community building is mostly um, seen as something that has like in some way a financial incentive. Uh, you, you know, you guys have taken it a step further and which is a step further in the right direction, uh, which is very commendable. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all credit to the to the gamer's passion for shaping the future of the community. Right. So tell me a little about uh, the team. Like, how large is the team right now? Uh, how many people are working on the community side and all the other uh, macro sections of your team? So, see, for us, uh, we have come here thus far through pure creating hustle, if mm. you will, on WhatsApps and Telegrams and Discords, right? What we want to really now do from here is how do we do a product-led growth of building these communities, building these channels, building these micro communities on our own platform, right? How do we really kind of create tools for client chiefs to become successful? How do we create tools for people to really not just come here for economic benefit, but also start building fame loops? So that's what we are really now looking at. Um, a very strong product tech team, which we have around 35, 40 people. Uh, Our okay. team size is 70 plus, including the 11, 12 people we have in Brazil. We expanded in Brazil uh, very recently, a month back, um, after successful playbook in India. Uh, so today, 70 plus people, 35, 40 in product tech. Um, the community, the core members are maybe around 12 or 15, but it's the larger community of clan chiefs, which is part of the same family. Uh, they are the kind of spine of our operation. And and that's where, while I'm saying 70 is FTE, but if you were to see how many people, I think we have 3,500 clan chiefs, which are really managing everything on ground. Wow. Awesome. This is brilliant. You guys recently raised a significant amount as well, uh, you know, in, in funding, which is supposedly the second largest gaming venture deal in Asia, uh, at least, uh, you know, in the first quarter of 23. Uh, so what does this milestone signify for you guys? And how do you intend to utilize the money? 
I think for us, it means that we have more responsibility towards our investors to give them higher returns. Uh, I always say, when we were making an announcement of the fundraising fair team was saying, let's celebrate. I said, it's not time to celebrate. It's time to really think on how do we really generate something super meaningful, which can create wealth for community as well as for investors. So for me, fundraising is an insurance mm. and gives us a certain amount of latitude to experiment. Uh, and experiment quickly to reach to a stage where you can create a, a business which has generated its own free cash flows. Uh, for me, that is important because a business cannot run on investors' money. It needs to run it from its own operations. Well, yes. And our goal is to reach to that stage sooner than later uh, because then only we are building something which can, which is here to stay for next 100 years. Otherwise, we are building something on borrowed uh, oxygen. Right. Absolutely. I think it's very important to build a sustainable business, uh, you know, no matter what you're doing, because ultimately every business has to be earning money. Uh, because for how long can you perhaps, you know, sustain yourself on uh, this artificial pump of uh, capital via investors or otherwise? Correct. So for, for, so for me, utilization is uh, in building those product tech platforms so that we can really truly be enablers for the micro communities and clan chiefs to succeed, to engage, to to really create a huge amount of uh, sense of ownership. Mm. Uh, and I think that's that's how we will love to build uh, and not kind of throw people at problem, but throw some kind of solutions driven by tech so that the communities can grow organically across the world in emerging markets or any market which truly, it, it is going to be global company. It's not going to be restricted to some geographies because I believe blockchain is no geographies. Right, absolutely. No, this is brilliant. So tell me a little about your business model as well. Like how do you guys uh, make money? So business model is very simple. If you get 100 bucks, you transfer 75% to the community, 25% you retain for the operations of the company. Hmm. At, at today's scale, at tomorrow's scale, there could be many other revenue opportunities which may emerge. And there could be a SaaS model, there could be a subscription model, there could be a freemium model. Uh, but today, it's a it's a more game developers, publishers wanting to pay to the community. And we being a facilitator of that, and we take certain um, money uh, from that. Okay, awesome. Great. So what is like the next big milestone uh, that you guys are looking forward to? We want to, as I said, the in the master's hierarchy, if you are looking at earning is the first thing. We hmm. want to, we want to really create two hundred thousand unique earners, but who are earning at least five to eight dollars from this operation. Um, that's something which, if we are able to create, then we are creating roughly a one and a half million per month kind of revenue, which means eighteen twenty million dollar ARR. Right. That's what we're looking at. Um, if you were to ask me in, in numbers, but if I were to kind of put it in form of value creation. I believe, and that's something which has always kind of guided me is you should always ask question every day in the morning that if this venture were to shut down, hmm. will it matter in anybody's life? Right. Uh, will it? Will somebody miss it? And if somebody is going to miss it, then you have created some value in their life. Right. So to me, that's the maths part, which I told you first, and this is the English part. Uh, and both of them are together important to create value. Wow, wonderful. 
so you know in terms of your personal aspirations uh, for uh, you know indie gg and for uh, for the gaming community as a whole uh, what what would they be where do you where do you see uh, the growth lying perhaps in this this uh, remaining part of the year and the coming uh, bull run i don't understand this bull run or winter run for hmm. me if, if you're building businesses with first principles you will you will be able to do well right Uh, in fact winter is very good for people like us because we don't get distraction we don't get too many uh, knocks on the door and it is better to keep building yeah uh, there's little noise right there's more focus on building and getting like the uh, building a sound business perhaps getting your foundation correct correct, correct. Uh, for me see the personal goal for me is this is a dao this is a decentralized organization right uh, today we are putting the initial building bricks and we want to really iterate and iterate fast to be able to reach to a scale product market fit the sooner we do it i want to become dispensable so that the community can start running it yeah that, that's that is a wonderful goal i think every leader should uh, or at least every uh, you know core team member should have that as a goal that you know you want to become uh, completely dispensable in in and at a point where the company is uh, scaling perhaps correct absolutely and i think that's when you truly build product led systems rather than mm-hmm. individual or personality led systems right so in terms of uh, you know the gaming ecosystem uh, in in say south asia or just asia as a whole how do you see uh, or what do you believe in terms of this new technologies like web3 ai how do you think uh, the ecosystem specifically in asia uh, would change with these advent of new technologies the gaming ecosystem see the asia is a very large geography and it has been powerhouse for gaming right and if you were to kind of uh, divide asia into china korea japan vietnam taiwan philippines you would see a very distinct different versus when you divide it into south asia uh, so on a continuum of gamers willingness to pay uh, you will have highest in japan to lowest in india pakistan hmm. right if you were to take another dimension of the the quality of games coming out which have been global hits again you would see korea leading uh the the pack or china leading or korea leading the pack and then china japan and again india ecosystem would be somewhere there right if you were to look at volume of game developers which have started coming that's where is the most exciting part because india is a nascent one and now a lot of gaming companies and entrepreneurs are coming and building games hmm. either games for india or building games for globe and i think the quality of game Uh, successful games coming out globally over next 7 8 10 years should change and that continue which i spoke about korea china uh, vietnam and it sh- we should we should see india getting added to this cohort of successful companies building globally successful games so so that's where we are hmm. uh, in terms of paying capability of the gamers i think again india is not in the top but as the internet and per capita income increases the discretionary spend on gaming will keep increasing and given that we are the size of the economy is very big we will quickly rise up the charts of not uh, in the top grossing countries 
and and the whole narrative around indians don't pay for gaming hmm. is already starting to kind of crumble some, some cracks yeah i will see that fully crumbling in next 5 7 years absolutely wow you know the, the gaming has come a long way i i think that from not being taken seriously and people you know spending time on games not being taken seriously now there are uh, youtubers and content creators who are uh, perhaps exclusively creating content around playing games and reviewing games and they've made it like their full time jobs uh, it's been quite an arc absolutely and and all of us know that globally gaming is much bigger than hollywood plus music right <clears throat> if you were to add the entire gaming including skill based real money gaming and the non real money gaming in india also it's bigger than bollywood right. um, in terms of time spent it is second to whatsapp um and in terms of volume of people who are playing games i we have already discussed so i think any parameter you pick up um this is this is the decade which is going to really kind of make very very huge amount of uh, employment creation uh, huge amount of exchequer revenue creation um large global ips coming from india so you would this i'm very excited about the next 10 years which gaming has to offer to indian and indian ecosystem both from development point of view and consumption point of view what is your uh, take on the you know the new technology trends like uh, earlier obviously there was all the rage about web3 and you know uh, people were talking a lot about that and then uh, at some point the tide turned a little bit and now everybody seems to be talking a lot about ai how do you believe ai, AI will uh, shape the future of gaming or do you think it will have any kind of impact do you, are you seeing any ai generated games uh, that are doing well i think it's all ugly okay. uh, but a huge amount of uh efficiencies and cost and and experimentation can happen through ai hmm. in terms of content generation in terms of landscape generation in terms of character generation in terms of customization so i think a lot of that aspect will be becoming very fast which is to take months will take days or, or hours and that's where the, the from a game triple a double a game development cycle should crash in my opinion um so that's one big thing which is going to happen the second thing in terms of the whole customer support uh, within games would definitely kind of go my many many notches um the third piece is the marketing side it will become hugely uh, enhanced and very integrated um now that with you will have lot more uh, especially for the large studios they have lot of llms at their disposal and they can really use it for personalization within game as well as on the other channels so i quickly i i clearly see um, both efficiencies and revenue generation opportunities but from from the small and mid studios i think is going to be very encouraging because now um, the quality of art which you were dependent on either lucking out on a good talent or you were not able to afford that talent now if you are very good in understanding what you need you're clear you will be able to generate very high fidelity high quality art um to make your goal game look like a global game i think yeah. the biggest benefit should come to the small and medium game developers 
Right. I, I, I do agree. I think uh, the more efficiency will be brought about in the process and just the turnaround time would become less because of uh, AI. How do you, uh, you know, how are you perhaps encouraging uh, young younger developers uh, to start building? Uh, like if you had to give advice, say, to the younger developers to start building and look at uh, you know, building exciting new games. What would be first? Uh, what would be your advice to them? Secondly, do you have any kind of uh, resources that you can recommend to them uh, that they can look at before diving in uh, this space? I think my advice to anyone which is deciding to come into gaming that hmm. your successful game may be a number seven, number eight, number nine, right? Yeah. And anything before that is a luck. Uh, so come in with a long time period point of view. Okay. It's a very tough. Be patient. Be patient. Be at it. Yeah. But, but if you want to fail, fail fast. Right. Uh, I've seen a lot of people really kind of getting stuck in uh, creating content hmm. uh, or one year journey of players or two year journey of players or, or uh, 180 days journey. I think whatever is required for most lovable uh, build which you think your own gamer will like quickly test it out right so I think that's one if you are uh, bootstrapping and if you are not uh, resourceful quick testings will help you and to kind of reiterate and keep doing it yeah. and most of the gaming companies are typically a bootstrapped four three four member companies coming out of passion just be agile in your mindset and thinking that's good. Those are good pieces of advice. I think you need to be a little agile. You need to be patient. You need to persevere, but you also need to know when to perhaps stop and a pivot. And that is important. But are there any resources that you would like to uh, recommend in terms of books or, uh, you know, people to follow uh, that, that these guys should be looking at? Uh, I think there's enough and more uh, opportunities. Um, if in any ecosystem, I will strongly suggest go and participate in the India Game Developer Conference, which is coming up in November, 2nd to 4th. Mm. Right. There, you will not only be able to meet some uh, fellow entrepreneurs, but you will be able to meet a lot of speakers and there are a lot of hands-on labs, material um, that will help you. Awesome. That, that, is, that is, again, very actionable piece of advice. So, uh, you know, just to sum this all up uh, you, you guys are uh, building something super exciting uh, in this in this space do you also have like any sort of a program to uh, incubate these said games uh, at at a very early stage or help out the entrepreneurs uh, who are who are trying to get into the gaming industry so what we have is not a uh, we we have a program which we call uh, testing program again okay. community hmm. uh, when a game developer is fairly reasonably open to take feedback, right. from the, we'll be very happy to put their game to the community, get them uh, detailed uh, quality feedback uh, on on various dimensions, and that's something which we which we are encouraging more and more game developers to partner with us uh, because again, this is a community driven platform and community. Uh, is of passionate gamers which like to play and help other games. 
Right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Awesome. Uh, wonderful. Manish, this has been such a lovely conversation that I almost lost track of time. I would uh, love to know from you before, uh, you know, we kind of wrap this up, which are uh, technology trends or trends in the Web3 space that you, you feel that, you know, are here to stay perhaps? See, I'm very excited about the whole immersive experience. In right. gaming. I believe there is no better joy than being a protagonist in a game and right. then really kind of uh, going through the emotions, going through the actions, going through the whatever gameplay you're doing, which is which has uh, which has motion. It is not just a not just a button bashing game. Hmm. I would I would love. I believe that's the uh, that combined with your asset ownership and reputation ownership is going to be the driver for gaming in next 10 years uh, because the more immersive environment you get into with less friction you mm. will enjoy the game uh, today when you play a tennis or a squash or a badminton it's 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 you're playing it uh, in game when you completely have all degrees of freedom and you are inside the game it will be awesome uh, that when you are wearing something or you are kind of owning certain sword or you are owning certain kind of gun or you are having certain magical superpowers which you are owning and you can trade it and people can see you in the arena, I think combination of that is going to be magical. Okay. Yeah, I think that that is, that is something uh, that I also believe would uh, really be like a precursor to pushing uh, the gaming industry further. Though this kind of uh, does make me curious. Are you guys uh, as a company looking to build perhaps like a metaverse? Is that a direction that, you know, you guys want to go in? No. Or... Okay. Uh, we, I believe that uh, there will be, what we are building is a community platform right. and a metaverse or multiple projects which are trying to build metaverse will need community and different different job roles from within the community mm. and that's where we will partner with people who are building whether it's sandbox or building decentral land or whatever it is awesome 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 thank you so much manish for taking out the time this is uh been a wonderful conversation i wanted to ask you uh, one more question this is something that i ask everybody that comes on the show before we wrap this up uh if you know somebody is because you made a leap right you you were uh, originally in web 2 then you know you've kind of come into web 3 and if somebody is in your same position and they are looking to perhaps get into web 3 but they are feeling a little unsure what would be your suggestions to them to start living on blockchain so my suggestion would be to convert that unsure into a deep conviction hmm. uh, ask yourself why are you excited about blockchain as a technology and if you think that from first principles that intuitively is is a is is, is a kind of a cause to you hmm. it is is something which you really believe and you think you can fundamentally create a movement and then become an entrepreneur in blockchain otherwise uh, with little or shallow conviction you will remain a tourist and hmm. we have seen a lot of tourists in going going back or saying web3 is dead in last one year Right. Yeah, you do need a lot of conviction to actually stick it out here in this space. Uh, that is a wonderfully good advice. So uh, before we wrap this up, Manish, any uh, parting thoughts, anything that you would like to uh, you know, share with our listeners? I don't think I have any parting, parting thought, but I, I always say just enjoy what you're doing. And if you're not enjoying, quit it and find what you enjoy. 
yeah i think again <laughs> this is like a lot of food for thought you are very uh, succinct but you know a lot of substance there and i i think everybody should follow this if you are not enjoying what you are doing uh, introspect reflect and perhaps find something that you do work is a huge part of your life and uh, there's no point in really slogging it uh, and doing work that you don't necessarily enjoy or is not bringing you joy correct and thankfully the indian economy today offers multiple things right that you can enjoy uh, it's not any more a situation that you are forced in a 12 hour job which you hate absolutely wonderful thank you so much uh, once again uh, manish for taking out the time to speak to us and all the best for what you guys are doing uh, to you know the gaming space in the subcontinent i feel like i've always been in awe of you know what you guys are building and especially the community i think uh, is is like one of your biggest bigger wins because um, a lot of people sort of go back to financial incentives and what not to build a community and you guys have gotten it right from day zero and uh, that's wonderful so more power to you and all the best for your future endeavors thank you thank you very much those are very encouraging words for the entire community and we should ch- chat more and stay in touch absolutely manish let's let's do that thank you so much